Hi everyone and welcome. My name is Katie and I look forward to talking about plants with you today. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. If you've been here with me since the beginning, thank you for sticking with me. Uh, I'd love to hear how your garden is going right now. If you've got any um, seeds started and you've transplanted them, um, I'd love to hear about all of those things. Um, We had a huge windstorm over the weekend and my garden plans were kind of foiled, which was a bummer, but there is always next weekend, right? (laughs) I'm excited to get out there and start transplanting the seedlings I started in February. I've seen so many posts recently on social media like Reddit and Facebook and things like that where people have already started seeds like super early like in January that weren't cold hardy um, varieties and then now they've got these huge tomato plants or huge pepper plants and they don't know what to do with them. We've all been there right? Uh, It's so hard when it comes to gardening to wait because at the very first signs of spring we all want to start our seeds and get back in the garden but some things have to wait. Uh, you know, unless you do plan on growing tomatoes and peppers indoors um, and have the setup for that, in which case, look at you go. That's awesome. Um, however, I don't have that setup and I don't know many people that do. Um, so if you are like me and <laughs> you would have, have to wait until March um, to start peppers and tomatoes and things like that, Um, I started my seeds around the first week of March because my last frost date is April 19th. So I planned um, to transplant them from six to eight weeks from my last uh, frost date. So, or transplant, sorry. Um, Typically the farmer's almanac and seed packets will have those instructions for you of like when you can start them in stores and when you can sow outdoors or transplant. Um, for different plants because I know that everything typically has a different time that it needs to be started indoors versus outdoors and when you should transplant them. Um, So now I've got seedlings that are ready to be repotted or transplanted because they've outgrown where they were originally potted and seedlings that are ready to go into the ground. Uh, So if you want to know more about that process, stay tuned because I'm going to be talking more about that Um, how to repot and transplant your seedlings. Um, The first thing I did want to touch on was the difference between repotting and transplanting um, and more of like how I'm using them today. So when I talk about repotting a plant, um, I'm really just talking about um, moving it from the pot that it's currently in into a bigger pot um, or container. Uh, So that's what I mean whenever I say like repotting a plant. Uh, when I'm talking about transplanting, I'm talking about moving a plant that you've started indoors to the outside where it will reach maturity. Uh, these instructions are primarily for like veggies and flowers that you've uh, started indoors uh, to prepare for this growing season. However, if you do want to know about house plants, I would be happy to talk about that in the future. Uh, because I do think it's important to know like how to transplant indoor um, plants as well because that is something that I used to struggle with. Um, I either would wait too long and then it would become like super overgrown or you know I would do it too frequently. So there's definitely happy medium in there and I'm going to talk about that in the future for sure. 
uh, the first thing you should do whenever you're deciding to transplant or repot, um, if it, one of the things that we look at is if it's outgrown its current container. Um, so if, you know, you see it sprouting, it's, tr it's new leaves, like the cotyledons is what they're called, then you can typically tell um, whenever new true leaves start growing, they'll typically grow from like the center of that. Um, you wouldn't want to transplant a spinach seedling that's just sprouted. You would want to wait until the true leaves sprout too, like in the center. Um, the first set of leaves that are sprouted are called the cotyledons. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I think it's whenever I was in class and they said it, it was like cotyledons, but it's spelled with a T. So I'm not sure if it's cotyledons or cotyledons. If somebody knows, please uh, comment or send me a message and uh, I'll know that for the future. But once those first sets of sprouts come out, um, the cotyledons, they, they're really just packaged tightly into the seed. Um, ready to come out when the conditions are right and then once it sprouts and starts making its own food and growing it sprouts true leaves uh, so then think of like the new le new leaves that you see coming out after the first initial two as the true leaves um, I like to wait until I see true leaves sprouting um, and I'm seeing plenty of root growth and everything before I transplant the seedlings and I wait until the timing is right outside as well. So if I'm transplanting outside, I want to wait until it's warm enough for that specific plant until, um, you know, it's not, the conditions are right basically outside because I don't want to plant them too soon and then a frost come and, and wipe them out because that would be very sad. It is devastating when you plant like your peppers and your tomatoes outside and then a frost comes unexpectedly and you lose them. I have covered my plants up before, but even whenever you do cover them up, there's still that risk. So I hope that doesn't happen to you and I hope that doesn't happen to me this year. Fingers crossed that it goes well. Um, so for each plant, it will be different. So it's important to keep the weather and your microclimate in your yard in mind. So if you know that there's like a hot spot or a cold spot on your yard or like a space that gets um, protection from the wind or a space that is extra sunny, keep that in mind. Um, a good gardener gets to know their land well so that you know what is successful in an area and what isn't. I'm still learning that for my um, current home because we recently moved here. So I'm still learning, like experimenting, like what plants work well where. Um, so, you know, good luck. I hope that you are able to um, learn that and use that to your advantage. So for the plants, for, for example, um, you wouldn't want to plant your peppers right now because the soil isn't warm enough to sustain them. They wouldn't be happy. Um, whenever you're planting peppers, think of like the 75 to 80, like daily. You don't want to plant them right now because, at least I wouldn't, because it is April 4th and my last frost date is April 19th. So keep that in mind um, whenever you're thinking about 
um, planting things that are not cold hardy. Um, and then of course there's always the risk of where I live, like a random April snowstorm. (laughs) Oh, I do not want that to happen. Um, so peppers will need full sunlight. So you should plant a space that has as much sun as possible for these. Uh, so once the timing is right, your plant is ready and you've picked out your perfect spot outside, it's time to prepare the soil and your plant. So I recommend uh, sitting your plant outside for about a week before transplanting them so they have time to acclimate to being outside. Um, If you don't do this, they may go through shock, which is okay, but not ideal for growing plants. Um, I... I I typically do start sitting my plants outside during the day and then bringing them inside at night if it's still kind of getting colder. Or you can, um, yeah, I I would recommend doing it that way if you can. Um, This also gives you time to prepare your soil as well. So it gives you time to aerate your soil. Um, If you're planting in a raised bed, you can also add fresh compost or fertilizer to the soil, whichever you prefer remove any debris that are in the bed and aerate the soil if you wish to, which I do recommend doing um, because that will just like help your plants overall. Then you can plant. Uh, I recommend making sure that your plants are watered thoroughly before and after transplanting uh, to reduce the amount of uh, moisture that they lose during this process. Uh, When transplanting, ensure you are planting them far enough apart that they won't crowd each other when planting. A quick Google search on the back of, or sorry, a quick Google search or looking at the back of the seed packet should tell you everything you need to know about spacing and location for the plant. (laughs) Google is trying to answer a question that we didn't ask and it's kind of creepy. Um, So I'm sorry if you can hear that. that, yeah, <laughs> a little um, blooper there for you. Um, so back to transplanting. Um, after you find the location for the plant and you know like how far apart you should space it, uh, dig a hole that's deeper than the current container and as deep as the pot. Uh, be very gentle with the pot, not um, just so you don't damage the plant at all. Um, because that would be very sad if you're like trying to transplant it and accidentally snap off the stem. Uh, so please, please be careful because <laughs> it's so sad to do that. Um, I have accidentally damaged like little, little, um, leaves and stuff, which it's not a huge deal, but whenever you like snap off the stem, it can be kind of sad, um, for the plant. What I typically do is I'll place my hand over the pot with the plant stem in between my either my index finger and my pointer finger or between my my thumb and my index finger so that whenever I turn it upside down it just kind of like falls into my hand without me risking damaging the plant um, with like it bending and snapping the the plant so that's something that you can do. It works well for me. I haven't really had a lot of problems um, with snapping the stem of the plant or anything like that. Um, 
hopefully that works for you. If it doesn't, let me know what works be better for you. Um, then once you do that, you will place it in the hole and backfill the hole or the soil backfill the hole to the soil level that it was at in the pot. So you want to make sure that where the soil was previously is the level with where the soil is now. You don't want to um, put it too high or too low. Um, however, uh, if you do have like a leggy plant, like a leggy tomato plant, you can plant those deeper um, to help reduce its legginess and it will root where it's below the soil. However, I wouldn't do that with every plant um, because for like a strawberry plant, if you decided to plant it uh, deeper than the soil line, it would ultimately kill your tomato plant and I don't want that to happen to you. Um, so just keep in mind like, uh, the specific plant that you are working with like whether or not you can do it and it, it that will come with experience um for sure so we can definitely talk more in depth about specific plant families in the future and like what you can and can't do with them um so next after you do that uh you will want to gently but firmly pack the soil in and deeply water the plant um I can't stress that enough like I can't tell you how many times um, after I've transplanted and as I'm like working my way throughout my garden I notice that the plants like start looking sad and like um, they definitely need to be watered so if you want to water like as you're working I think that's a good idea um, but also think about the time of day that you're transplanting I wouldn't recommend doing it like in the heat of like the hottest part of the day like whenever it's noon or something um i would wait until like either the evening or like early morning um i think evening is honestly better and then deeply water it in so it has the night to kind of um i guess get you know get acquainted with its new space um yeah so that is to transplant um a seedling uh, now we can talk about repotting. So if you have a plant like a pepper plant that is not ready to go out, but yet it's too big for its current home, then you can repot it. Um, and, and to repot it, you're just basically putting it in a bigger container and adding soil to cover it. Um, if you currently have a seedling in one of those cocoa core pellets, I do recommend removing the netting around it before you either transplant or repot it. I know that it says that it's biodegradable, but in my opinion and from my experience, those nettings can take too long to um, degrade and you don't want it to inhibit your plant's growth by binding the roots at all. Um, so if you have a seedling um, that is in one of those, um, just try to remove it if you can. Um, if not, um, it'll probably be fine. I mean, it's really just up to you if you do that or not. Um, it says that you can just like pop it in the ground, but it's, uh, it's just a personal thing for me, just removing that and you can compost that. Um, so that is one good thing that you can do with that, um, because it's biodegradable. So once you, um, take it out and I do also want to mention that some people also have, well, I'm included in that some people, <laughs> um, if you have planted like two or three seeds to um, a space and 
all three of them sprouted fantastic I'm happy that that happened um because that's like an ideal situation you do three just in case like some of them don't actually work um work out but if it's if they have sprouted I do recommend going ahead and um, splitting them up. So what you'll want to do is you'll want to take them out of the container that they're in and tickle or tease the roots apart. Um, and, and try to be careful because you want to reduce the amount of damage that's caused during this uh, process. Um, and then you can like put them in their own little pots and fill it with soil and then um, gently pack it down and deeply water that um, in its new pot. So something else that um, is a really good piece of advice that I've heard someone else give me is instead of watering from the top down in your seedlings, water from the bottom so that it can like soak it up. At least this is like after the initial um, sprouts have, have come up, you'll want to water it from the bottom. If they're still like in the ground, it's okay to like spray it with like some mist and keep the soil moist um yeah but i hope that this helps you as you are transplanting and repotting your plants um i'm super excited about it and um also i'm on instagram right now so if you have pictures feel free to tag me and i would love to see what you're growing in your garden and what you've transplanted or repotted i'm super excited to see what everybody's doing in their garden this year uh, also, please let me know if you have any questions and I'll be happy to help. If I don't know the answer, I can find the answer for you and I'd be happy to talk about it because I'm sure that other people probably have some of the same questions. Um, I really want this to be a learning environment where we can learn together. Um, I'd also love uh, to hear if you um, have had any successes or if you found something that doesn't work well and you want to warn others, um, definitely let me know. But thank you for listening and I hope that your week goes amazing and you have a very happy and fruitful growing season. Okay, bye!